I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, Canada's national digital theatre. Each week, we take some of the hottest plays and transform them into contemporary audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome back to Play Me. Today, we feature the first of three installments of The Philosopher's Wife by Susanna Fournier. Deep in the North, a philosopher exiled for promoting his atheist works in the midst of a bloody religious war knows that he is on the verge of inheriting political power. But there's only one thing holding him back. His personal life has collapsed into chaos, and in a desperate attempt to cure his wife's inexplicable animalistic behavior, he hires a dog trainer. And what begins as an experiment in canine obedience erupts into a power struggle between the sexes. The play The Philosopher's Wife is the first installment in the Empire Trilogy. It was directed by Leora Morris and features Chela Hunter, Keith Barker, Ishan Dave, and Aviva Armour Ostroff. This episode is edited by Gregory J. Sinclair. Here is episode one of three of The Philosopher's Wife. The first battlefield is our language. It begins with words, with thought. Until there is no separation between what we think, what we say, what we do, and what we are. I have borne my exile well. I have written pages and pages, chapter after chapter. It's a strange thing to punish a thinker with isolation and time. I am dedicating a chapter to you. I'm going to call it On How a Young Prince Should Govern. Or maybe I'll call it On Liberation. This is a dark age calling itself golden. In ten months, I will join you in the city. My work, our work, is meaningless if it only exists in living rooms, at dinner tables, exiled in our heads. We are caught in a history that offers us no future. And this is how the corruption of power sustains itself. It takes the present hostage. But why are we in the house? Why can't his man just show us the dogs? His letter said we would only speak with him. I don't like it. This is weird. Stop fidgeting. And the villagers, you saw their faces when we asked the way. You saw their faces. Do what we always do. Get us to the dogs. I don't speak to landowners. What am I supposed to say to a landowner? Say what you always say. What do I always say? It'll be fine. Just pretend he's a farmer. Sh- just sh- get sh- us sh- to sh- the I don't dogs. Like it. Relax. Just. 
You're not waiting long, I hope? No. Who is this? My sister. Teresa. We got your letter. If you'll just show us the dogs, we can start. I didn't prepare for two. Prepare? Rooms. I didn't prepare two rooms. Rooms? Oh, no, we'll sleep with the dogs. Certainly not. It's no trouble. We're used to it. You will stay in the house. In the house? Of course. You may wait in the hall. I... No, she should stay. I would prefer our conversation remain private. Uh... I'm very discreet, sir. Discreet at what? Does she assist you? Not really. So, she assists you? Yes. Oh. It's... Uh, when the dog sees me obey Thomas, it reinforces him as the leader. But really, I just keep house. Well, I have people who do that. Good. I'm sure they can show us to the dogs then. We can get out of your hair. It's late, isn't it? So cold. I'm sure everyone should like to go to bed. No, I should like to speak with you. Have a seat. Your work. I'd like to know more about it. What is your method? My method? Yes. The butcher in the village? I converse with him sometimes. He said you helped his cousin with a hound that would not stop attacking the newborn calves. That was you, yes? Yes. How did you do it? Master the dog? Yes, but how? There must be pedagogy for such things? Yes. What is it? This is a very specific situation. Then I should see the dog so you can tell me the problem. Did you train for this profession? No. Then how did you come to have this expertise? Forgive me, I don't usually have to explain myself. It's important you be the right man for the job before we proceed. Yes, sir. So? How did you come to this expertise? Been around dogs. Thomas learned to wrangle dogs from our uncle. As a child. Farm dogs. And guard dogs. Yes, but if the dog is vicious and unapproachable, how is it that you can work with it without being attacked when it attacks others? It seems unlikely. It's a kind of... well... How would you say I do that? He appeals to the structure of a pack. Assumes higher status. What does that mean? Tackle it. You use violence? Kinda. Yes, but for what purpose? Master the dog. It's sometimes necessary to put the dog into a submissive posture. What is this? What? This. You. I'm sorry? You are not a dog trainer. I have your letter right here. You may have my letter, but you are not a dog trainer. So, what is this? Who are you? Please, sir, we mean no offense. I can promise you, we're very good at what we do. Who are you? I'm just... We travel. We're nobody. We got your letter. We'll cause no trouble. You got my letter. You train the dogs. Yes, sir. And you? Carry the bags. He's always with me, sir. It's no trouble. I don't like deception. Apologies. What exactly did you hear about me? Nothing, sir. I mean, you are a philosopher... You were at court for a time? That's all you heard? Even in the village? I take no stock in gossip, sir. But they did gossip. What did they say? That you're an atheist. Who shelters demons in your home. 
Ah. Uh, that's all? I care only for the work, sir. People's business is their own. Where did you come from? The south. When? After the massacre started. How long have you been doing this? Since I was a child. I am very good at what I do, sir. I mean hiding. The farmers assume Thomas does the work. We don't correct them, or they don't care who does it as long as it gets done. We don't stay anywhere too long. I work quickly and invisibly. I am an exiled atheist. I don't believe in invisible things. Am I supposed to keep you safe now if the law comes knocking? Why don't you work? I have no skills. I can work with the dog outside. You wouldn't even notice. We won't sleep in the house. You'll never need to see us. No one will. I have enough problems. I can help. You may wait in the hall. Wait for me outside the door. Stay there, yes? So, how is the road? Hard. Must be cold? We manage. How long since you were home? Long time. The north. The north. The tolerant north. We're just lazier. Break whatever laws you want. Pray to whatever god you want. Just don't be stupid. Don't get caught. So, are you stupid? Or do you think I'm stupid? We have to work to live. You're not the first person I've brought here. I've had experts come. What experts? Men at the top of their field. Other trainers? You say you put the dog into a calm, submissive posture. What does this mean? I pin it. What does that mean? Hold it down with my body. How are you strong enough to do this? I'm quite strong, sir. I know how to hold a creature. The animal is very violent? Yes. I'm not afraid. I've seen dogs very vicious. I've seen dogs mutilate and kill each other. It can get very ugly, yes? How many dogs do you have, sir? Uh, ten? A dozen? Who wrangles the dogs presently? Nobody. That is likely your problem right there. You know nothing of my problem. My wife. Is she very attached to the dogs? Yes. Perhaps she babies them. Women often do this. The dogs get it in their heads that they are in charge of the people, not the other way around. What do you do when they go wild? Are these your dogs or wild dogs? I was not expecting this. No one expects to have problems with dogs. No. I was not expecting you. It's... violent. She... can't be approached. I try to keep her quiet, darkness, keep her calm, but she howls. Okay. Her wrists bleed from the shackles. Can't even what? get in to change the straw. The smell is her doing. Her wrists? I can't drug her anymore. What? She almost killed one of the maids. Tried to bite through her neck. Physicians refuse to treat her. Surgeons won't see her. Druggists say she's too far gone. I'm sorry. Who is it that you want me to treat? My wife. But I work with dogs. Will you see her? I'm not a doctor. I work with dogs. She barks. She growls. She sniffs. Will you treat my wife? No. I don't... What?
How long has she been down here? Five months. She was attacking everyone. Where are the other dogs? I don't allow her to see them. Why not? She was sneaking out at night. There were rumors saying my wife lay with dogs. So what do you want me to do? Whatever it is that you do. But this is not a dog. Yes, thank you. You have wonderfully stated the obvious. I've tried everything. If you can help her, I will pay you. Where does she come from? Her father farmed on my land. She's common? Yes. Temperament is dependent on one stock. Her bloodline is very far beneath yours. So is yours. What's your point? Apologies. I've just never heard of a nobleman marrying a peasant. And I've never heard of a woman who trains dogs. When you married, had she started bleeding? No. I sent her back to live with her father until she began. How long was that? Three months. She was returned to me the day she turned 14. To switch masters so quickly, then switch back. She should have remained here. She was fine until her first pregnancy. Which was? The next year. And the baby? Bled it out early on. She was horrified by the blood. Kept asking about the baby. Crying about the blood. Did no one explain? Of course I did. But she just kept waiting for the baby. Working herself into a panic. She would have these fits without warning. Couldn't breathe. What did the doctors do? Opium. But she would vomit for days, which only distressed her more. I began crafting a compound without opium that, after some adjustment, proved successful for almost two years. Until the second pregnancy. Did she make it to the birth? Unfortunately. The infant was deformed. The doctors took it away. There was no way... She kept looking for it, pulling apart rooms, searching for the baby. We had to increase her dosage. When the next child was born, it had no feet. At least she never saw that one. When the fourth child was born without arms, it occurred to me perhaps the drug was doing it. The physicians say it is the madness in her mind that misshapes the babies, but that is nonsense. Our current science is so mixed up in superstition, we cannot trust it. So she's not drugged now? I took her off it. Why? I want a healthy child. With all due respect, sir, send her back. What? You say you want a healthy child. Find a healthy woman. My wife is healthy. She was healthy. Not all dogs are meant to herd or ride in the hunt. Some are meant to rat, some are meant to calm goats, and some are meant to breed. Send her back. You cannot conceive of knowledge this way. She has some illness, and we must treat it. Approach her. No. Why not? Because she will attack me. What do you want me to do? Whatever it is you do. What does she eat? Food? I don't know. Who feeds her? The cook slides a tray in. Where's her water? She threw all the buckets over. A wineskin with the tray. Sometimes she destroys it. Stand by the door, please. Look away. 
What are you doing? Do not approach. Stop. She must see you obey me. Okay. Hey, 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 Before the pregnancies, there were no signs of madness? She was happy. Okay, okay. Look away. Be still. Who do you have that can clean the room? The maid. The cook. Have them meet me here in the morning. They will wait for me with a selection of food with them. Tell them to bring fresh straw and supplies to clean the floor. They fear her. They will do as they're told. Leave the room now. Excuse me? Now. She is testing with this silence. Look how tense. You don't listen to me. Why should she? She is challenging me by making you nervous. I let go. She lets go. So you... Obey me now, or there is no point to any of this. Hey! Go! Go! Hey. Hey. Okay. No baby. Okay. Mm. No pus. No rot. Okay. Big heart. Big heart. Okay. What are you doing? Uh, Stop that. Don't do that. Get up. Apologies, sir. I mean no offense. You don't need to bow. Apologies, sir. You don't need to apologize either. Get up. I noticed the stove, how warm it was there. Don't mean to disturb. I always have the stove ready to do my work. Sit down if you like. With you? Would you like me to sit? I should like you to do whatever it is you do. Are you going to sit, sir? I am. I will sit after you sit. You need not lower your head. Now, what is the matter? What were you doing? Praying, sir. For what? Protection, sir. From what? From ruin, sir. To save my soul from ruin. Are you in danger of ruin? Everybody is. (laughs) I'm not. Your soul is much greater than mine. Nonsense. I am a man. You are a man. Have you any education? Do you know your letters? No, sir. And yet your sister does? My uncle taught us. But I was too sickly. It was too much for me. Your uncle? A scribe? A priest. Ah. So he taught you to pray? Of course. And you pray when you're afraid? And to give thanks. For what? The warmth, sir. The shelter. Well, you may thank me, Thomas. I gave you those things. The wood came from my trees. My home is large. 
I am happy to share it with you. Thank you, sir. You are most generous. And for letting us be here after we... Is Teresa with the dogs? I've not seen her all night. What time is it? Is she in the barn? Where is that? I, I should go there. We didn't mean to lie to you last night. It was bad. I'm sorry. I need to go to the barn. The... Thomas, relax. Are you hungry? No. When was the last time you ate? I don't know. You must be hungry. I should take my medicine. Have you seen Teresa? What do you do when she's working? Find firewood, look out. Mend the shoes and clothes if not too badly torn. Find the next job, Teresa tells me. Sleep. Pray. I sit in front of this stove every morning. Think. I like this room, don't you? It's warm. One cannot think if one is cold. You can sit with me, Thomas. I used to have many pupils who studied with me in the city. It's no bother. No need to gather wood or food. No need to worry. But no kneeling nonsense, yes? Thomas, you should be in your room. I couldn't find you. I'm working. Go back to your room. Forgive my brother for his intrusion. He doesn't adjust to new places and gets easily disoriented. He's not used to so large a house. It will never happen again. You have my word. He is sickly. What is it he suffers from? Stomach pains. Does he not take tonic after his meals? It is not digestive in nature, sir. Of what nature is it? His stomach never healed from a period of starvation. He takes opium now to ease the pain. When was this period? As a young child, sir. Your uncle starved you? He spoke of our uncle? Your uncle, the priest. He starved you. He saved us. Ugh. One does not save a soul by starving a body. Their language is revolting. Our father starved us, sir. Thomas was three. He barely lived, and his stomach never recovered. My uncle took us from there. He saved both body and soul. Oh. I see. Who can I speak to about fashioning leather straps? I need to remove the shackles and replace them with a harness. I need a basin also. I need to bathe her. You're going to put her on a leash? I need to be able to direct her movements. On a leash? And harness to constrain her arms. She needs boundaries. A straitjacket? No, nothing so overt. Start fashioning the harness now, so by the time it's ready, she will be too. It's going to take some time to build trust. She needs to get used to me being in her space before I can control her space. I will give her all her meals from now on and spend the days with her. So far, she's responding very well. What does that mean? She's responding as a dog would. Obviously, I don't have much else to compare this to. I think it's a positive response. Once I harness her, it'll be easier to tell how aggressive she is. And I'll be able to take her outside to see the dogs, see how she is around them. I don't want her with the other dogs. They are very useful to me. I must reward her with something. Normally I would use liver treats, but that seems, well, not appropriate. I'd prefer my wife not spend all her time with the very animals she wrongly considers herself to be. We'll not spend all day with them, I promise. I apologize for directing you out of the room as I did yesterday, but you will have to obey me when present before her, 
It's just temporary, of course, but she needs to think of me as the leader so I can re-establish her notions of authority. She has no notions. Oh, no, she absolutely does. Please don't talk about absolutes. Do what you do. I will stay out of it. Yes. Thank you. So, it's, uh, good? Yes. The straps. You may go. see me. a nightmare. You are going to suck my soul out. You are weird. I don't like you. Stop that. Stop that. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Thomas. Stay where you are! A phantom, Teresa! A phantom! Shut up! You want me to chain you to the bed at night? I will, you know I will! This is not a phantom, this is a woman! That's no woman! Hey! Hey! No! This woman is mine! You will never, never enter this room again! This woman is my dog! You do not interfere with my dogs! Ever! We eat because of me. You come into this room again. You disobey me. I take away your no, medicine. No, Teresa, no, the door. I couldn't find you. You are disturbing her. I want to go to the barn. Quick, your candle. The phantoms will see it. No one the will find, find us, us, but you have to go back to bed now and not go wandering anymore. Let's go to the barn. You have your own room, remember? The floor is so cold, Teresa. It's too cold for sleep. You sleep in the bed, Thomas. The bed. Not for you. That was episode one of The Philosopher's Wife by Susanna Fournier. Be sure to tune in next week for episode two. Visit playmepodcast.com to learn more about our shows, leave a comment, or let us know what you think of our podcast. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley. The associate producer is Pippa Johnstone. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Special thanks to our partners, the Playwrights Guild of Canada, Factory Theatre, Tarragon Theatre, 
and the Musical Stage Company. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production. For more information, please visit playmepodcast.com. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.